Aldrin Sampier is coming to you live from the 2023 Agoa Forum, 3 to 6 p.m. Well, and we continue our coverage of uh, the Agoa Forum. Of course, it concludes on a Saturday. We'd love to hear your uh, take on what's also playing down here in um, in uh, Nesrek. That is uh, not too far away from where, of course, the Springboks will be concluding um, the Gauteng leg of the Victory Parade. So as we continue our coverage of Agoa, we're now in conversation with Standard Bank's Philip Myberg, who will talk to us about the role of Agoa in supporting greater trade and investment ties between the U.S. as well as South Africa and Africa as a whole. Philip Myberg is the head of trade, business and commercial banking at Standard Bank. Philip, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Yeah. Let's speak about what are some of the dominating themes that are emerging out of AGOA. Aldrin, yes. Uh, day one of AGOA, is, uh, apart from the fact that we started very late, otherwise it's gone very well, it's been very interesting, some very good insights. Um, very specific themes coming through. First of foremost, what's come through quite strongly for me is the relationship that the key stakeholders are seeing between AFCFTA and AGOA. Uh, the free movement of goods and people, which AFCFTA is trying to stimulate across the continent, uh, is certainly a, could be something that stimulates more trade between Africa um, and and the US. That's that's the first theme. The second theme is a strong emphasis um, on agriculture. Agriculture is really seen as one of those sectors um, that we can do more on uh, to really extract more value out of AGOA. Uh, in the agricultural space specifically, a lot of conversation around primary versus value add. Of course, AGOA, one of the things uh, that's very positive to me about AGOA is, is how much emphasis there is on trading in goods where value has been added. We know that Africa exports a lot of goods into other parts of the world that are uh, typically raw commodities. Um, and we know that they don't create nearly as many jobs as, as industries where, where yeah. value is being added. Um, so in agriculture, I think there's still a lot of opportunity in the primary agricultural space, but you, and you need that, but you need that strong foundation to be able to go into that secondary value-added space too. So a lot of opportunity both in primary and secondary. Um, and then, uh, you know, lastly, a, th a lot of opportunity starting to discuss around ICT um, sector. If you get the ICT infrastructure right in Africa, all of a sudden, you know, people can start businesses, and all of a sudden the market for their business not just in their local community but becomes a global business overnight if that ICT infrastructure is right. So a lot of uh, very interesting discussions around some of yeah. these dominating themes. Did the discussion around um, infrastructure when it comes to logistics come up at all? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, that is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you, infrastructure is synonymous with trade in Africa, yeah. really, when we talk about that. So, And, of course, that's one of the things that the AFCFTA is trying to, trying to work towards. Is It's a critical non-tariff barrier to, to trade on the continent. Our ports just don't have the right capacity, our roads, our railways. Power, of course, us as South Africans, we know about power, but the same goes across the continent. Very recently, we ran a fantastic research report called the Africa Trade Barometer, which gave us insights from 10 of the markets across Africa. Power came through as the number one inhibitor still to tradeability on the continent. So absolutely, infrastructure is a, is a critical component to getting trade right. So you've spoken about water, we've spoken about, uh, sorry, we've spoken about logistics, we've spoken about uh, electricity, water. Mm. Is that one coming through as well? It also comes through, for sure. Uh, unfortunately, you can't pick a certain component of infrastructure that's actually appropriate to yeah. really take trade to the next level. We need all of those to, to function. We need all of those to improve. Having said that, uh, maybe not so much in South Africa, unfortunately, but traveling into the rest of the continent, I mean, we've got a footprint in over 20 markets, as you know. It's 
excellently encouraging to see the amount of significant infrastructure projects happening across the continent. The challenge, of course, is it's not happening fast enough because the population growth is so significant, the economic growth is so significant. So despite in the last 15 years there being 13 times more infrastructure and port uh, infrastructure across the continent than mm. the previous 15 years, it's still just not good enough, uh, unfortunately. Listen, we love seeing those cranes. Eh? <laughs> we love seeing those cranes going up. Absolutely. <laughs> and what more can be done, do you think, to extract more value out of um, Algoa? Two categories there, I think. The one sits more within our control, and the other one is more about putting pressure on the U.S. Within our control, I think we can do more to uh, help SMEs get access to the right information. Where do you go? Where's the opportunity? How do you access it? We should do more to create the capacity. Uh, we should more to create uh, the flow of goods. We spoke about the yep. infrastructure. Those are all very much within our control. Um, some countries across the continent have done very well to implement policies to help with uh, getting a, a Goa type uh, projects in place and other countries have not. So we've seen what things we can do on our own side and then on the US front I think we could put more pressure to say we need more predictability on this thing. We need to make sure that it's, uh, the, uh, the agreement is going to be renewed, maybe not even for the next 10 years. What about permanently? We need to get access to more skills and technology to help us create that necessary capacity. So I think there's more that can be done on both sides of the waters to extract more value. Yeah. But well, I think we're off to a good start. I think the Minister of Trade from Lesotho would certainly agree with you because earlier on when we were speaking to him, he was saying that extended for at least 20 years because it does speak to that issue around certainty. But do you believe that African countries are optimally uh, leveraging the opportunity? I think the stats show no. Uh, and, and that in itself is not necessarily a negative. I try to see it as a positive because it means there's just so much still opportunity without having to change too much from a policy perspective. Without having to change too much of the fundamentals of a goa, we can have significant lift in trade and thereby having a positive economic impact on the African markets by just leveraging what's exact already in place. By, as I said, uh, giving SMEs more access to information, where to go, how to do it, by creating that capacity, by leveraging regional value chains. Sometimes we know that a specific ecosystem can't be solved in full in one country, but by leveraging regional value chains, if one country sits with a better logistics capability, another country sits with a better biotech capability, why can't we solve the end-to-end -end value chain within a region and thereby creating the capacity to, to export to the US. Before we even start talking about you know, whether Goa in itself is, a, is, a, is good enough or not. Yeah, actually a bit earlier on we were speaking to um, Joy, who is from uh, the United States as well, and Joy was emphasizing this point around what they've realized as well, is that unfortunately you don't find a lot of businesses that actually know about Agoa. So we're having the conversation here about Agoa and maybe somebody knows that there's this thing called Agoa, but what exactly does, they don't really get that. Absolutely right. Awareness on both sides of the waters, yep. by the way. So we've spoken a lot about SME awareness on the continent about yep. Agoa. The other one that we should remember is, are we doing enough as Africans to, to, to create awareness of our products in the US? If you take mm. South African wine as an example, just earlier today, we heard about an American buyer um, in one of the sessions saying, you guys have got the best wine. I mean, you compare your wine to Australia. It's, it's far superior. But Australia, Chile, and some of our competitors in that industry have done a phenomenal job in positioning the brand of their wines in the U.S. We have not done so. So, yes, we must do more on awareness and I go in, in, in Africa, but also we must do more for awareness of our own phenomenal products in the U.S. Is it a marketing problem? 
it's it's certainly part of the marketing problem both the individual businesses that's keen to go but also the 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 the, the associations and the councils representing those sectors and so to the government institutions that's supposed to help and accelerate trade yeah okay in conclusion BRICS agoa how do business see these forums sure okay uh, BRICS, of course uh, is still in a very recent memory it, um, uh, we've spoke about BRICS significantly earlier this year and expanding at that yes absolutely and and from, from a private sector perspective businesses enjoy optionality it's not a case of choosing one or the other at the other one's expense for businesses you want that optionality because it gives you ability to negotiate it gives you uh, uh, optionality in terms of competition. You can play these guys off against each other. And the more options you have in the business, the better. So it's not a case of, of pipping them against each other and having to choose w which one. It's ultimately the, the more trade agreements there are to, to, to select from, I, th I think it's yep. most positive. Yeah. Okay. Philip, in conclusion, what would you say the major priority should be now out of this forum? <laughs> uh, on the one hand, you t we, there's a lot of talk. Uh, everyone often knows the right answers and if you sit in these sessions you know, everyone sounds like very smart people it comes down to the practical applications and covering all these th I mean we covered a lot of ground in the last few minutes mm. it's about applying some of these things starting with the small things how do we get SMEs to 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 get awareness of what's happening how do we start branding our, our products better in the US how do we get pressure on the US to bring some of the technology and the skills into into Africa and help us uh, create that capacity. How do we work with the key players to, to help alleviate some of these non-tariff barriers? These are the things we've got to do. Thank you so much for your time. That is Philip Mayberg, Head of Trade, Business and Commercial Banking at Standard Bank.